having a good time this year we launched the tip of the day out on the social channels on LinkedIn on Facebook mostly and on Instagram so we're giving you a tip of the day a little short nugget of um, encouragement and um, direction so hope you're enjoying that hope you enjoyed and had a chance to listen to the Mario Martinez interview from our last episode. If you haven't, please check it out. Um, very thought-provoking interview with one of the leading uh, subject matter experts on digital selling. And we go into a lot of depth on what it means exactly um, to be involved in digital selling today and what it actually doesn't mean. And I think you'd be surprised. There's some great learnings in there. Um, so a little bit of housekeeping. Uh, I know that we're getting some great listenership on the podcast, and I want to thank everybody for that. I would just ask if you do like it, if you can share it out to others, um, and if you have time, pop us a quick rating or a quick review. Um, would love to bolster up that section a little bit, and um, would really appreciate that. Um, the other thing is... Um, you know, the reason why I am doing this podcast is because I really and truly believe the stakes are exceptionally high today in the sales game. Um, and we're not fooling around here. You know, um, we've seen the stats out there, um, and they haven't been good in terms of quota attainment over the last number of years. And I really believe that that is because buyers have changed quite a bit and sellers have not responded in kind. So um, I really am trying to drive home the case that we must do things differently in order to get different results. And I think overall the results have not been great. And if they're good, they certainly can be better. Um, and there's a lot to learn today. And there's things changing almost on a daily basis. So that's why I've chosen to do these frequent podcasts and these daily tips of the day so we can really stay on top of what's going on. I think Gary Vaynerchuk calls it day trading information. Things are absolutely changing really on a daily basis. So you need to stay plugged in and you need to stay up to date and learning the latest tips and tricks for success. All right, so let's get into today's episode, which is called Selling Against Fear. Today's episode, Selling Against Fear. And what do we mean by that? So, you know, when we boil it down to why salespeople are not as successful as they'd like to be, <clears throat> I think it comes down to one word, and that word is fear. Um, and it's fear on really both sides of the equation. It's fear on the seller's side the salesperson side, and it's also fear on the buyer's side. And I think our ability to effectively manage fear, to sell against it 
both in our own mind and in our conversations and our meetings. Um, this is really a foundational, I think, application that we can use to drive more success. So let's think about our own internal fears. And, you know, look, we know that selling is not easy, and it's become actually even more difficult over the last number of years um, with the explosion of the digital landscape. There's a ton to do. There is so many different ways to reach our contacts. There's so many different pieces of content to leverage, so many different technologies and platforms. Um, so it is difficult. However, um, as we said in the interview with Mario Martinez, um, with that comes a tremendous opportunity for those who get it right to really succeed tremendously. So let's talk about first and foremost kind of the internal fear um, you know I know sometimes we hesitate to pick up the phone uh, to call somebody or we hesitate to send that message or email and I think what it comes back to is it really comes back to you know what are our goals what is what are we trying to accomplish you know um, it comes all the way back to you know where do we want to be in five years, 10 years, 20 years, and then kind of reverse engineer it back. And I think what I'm hearing and seeing is that a lot of us do not have that goals uh, and the roadmap set up. You know, if we don't know where we want to go, then we're not going to know how to get there. And when we get on calls and when we, you know, go to do our job every day, we're going to have a hard time navigating. So the first step is to really outline what your goals are, where do you want to be. Um, and it's critically important to set high goals, not small goals, but high goals, you know, to really aim high. Because if we don't aim high, we're not going to get to success. If we aim small and we achieve small, you know, a small goal, I, I don't think that's where we really want to be. Um, and really to succeed in the digital sales economy, we've got to aim high. So, um, and where does that start with? Um, you know, so we, we, we set these high goals, you know, that's kind of first and foremost. Um, and then we put together the roadmap of how we want to get there. And when we start to put together the roadmap, what we're going to see is that it really requires a Herculean effort. Um, you know, getting to where we want to get to in sales today um, is not going to be easy. No matter how good you are, no matter how talented you are, there's definitely a talent factor. There's certainly many of us that have the gift of gab and that could speak well. But it's all about really um, establishing expertise, learning, staying in touch with what's going on, um, doing the research, but then um, putting in the work. You know, if you listen to Gary Vaynerchuk, you've got to put in the work. There's no quick fix selling today all of the leaders that I've brought on the podcast um, you've got to work hard you've got to work longer than you've ever worked before um, and part of this you know kind of putting the roadmap together putting in the work um, in addition to working harder is working smarter and you've got to work on yourself right um, there's been a lot of uh, articles written a lot of talk about becoming self-aware um, 
And what does that mean exactly? It means, you know, having a reality conversation with yourself, not BSing yourself anymore, but, you know, sitting down, taking a look in the mirror, taking a piece of paper out and saying, you know, what am I good at? Where do I bring value? But then where am I weak? You know, where do I need help and who can help me? And if you don't do that, you're not going to get any better. Um, if you keep kind of going through the motions, if you keep going on autopilot and hoping things are going to change, um, it's not going to work out. So become self-aware. List your strengths. List your weaknesses. Emphasize your strengths and shore up your weaknesses. And then put together a list of what skills are required to succeed in sales today. And what's the gap? And how do you get there? Who can help you? What mentor? What company? What individual? Um, what book? You know, what video? And, and, and absolutely work hard at that um, in order to, you know, both uh, get you to where you want to get to, bolster your confidence, and, and, and enable yourself with the skills and tools to get there. <clears throat> and, and, and ultimately removing that fear. Because when we have fear, we're thinking about some sort of weakness that we have. So we need to eliminate those weaknesses and we need to focus on what's important. So, you know, as part of this, um, you know, think about the successful people that have done this, right? Uh, there are so many. Whatever field you're in, uh, follow those successful people. Um, you know, whether it's generally speaking, a guy like Tony Robbins, um, a guy like Gary Vaynerchuk, uh, in the sales and entrepreneur and marketing space. Um, so many great individuals that have succeeded in the digital economy. And just look at the formula. Look at the obstacles, right? Here's another key one. Um, you know, overcoming obstacles, working around and through obstacles. Um, so many success stories today, we, we hear about people that, you know, literally struggled uh that were down and out many times but figured out how to get up off the canvas kept moving forward um never accepting failure never calling it failure but rather just talking about it as a life lesson a learning experience so work on those um particular skills become self-aware help remove the fear on your side um as step number one and, and that's how we sell against fear. Never talk yourself out of a call. Never talk yourself out of a meeting. Always have the confidence. Always know that you're going to be helping the other person, that you've got a service or that you've got connections or something that can be of value to the person on the other end of the phone. And never second-guess yourself or sell yourself short. So that's the first part of it, right? You know, then we get on the phone. Then we get in a meeting. And we're sitting across the table from an individual or a group of individuals that have their own fears, okay? Uh, we talked about in one of our tips of the day this, uh, you know, this, this new term called no decision, which I think is very, very dangerous, where a buyer um, or a group of buyers say, ah, you know what, we're just going to keep doing what we're doing. And um, we're not going to make any decision. You know, we've evaluated a bunch of different solutions. And we think we're just going to stand pat. And according to a corporate executive board, that's happening about 60% um, with about 60% of the deals in your pipeline, which is 
really a very, very dangerous number when you think about it. And really, to me, what it means is you simply haven't demonstrated enough value to those prospects. But, but, but let's think about this. Ultimately, the reason why they're making no decision is because they're afraid. They're afraid to do something different. They're afraid to stick their neck out. Um, they're comfortable doing what they've already been doing. But the reality is, and we're seeing it left and right with companies going by the wayside, comfortable is bad. Comfortable is dangerous in the digital economy. Comfortable. If you're feeling comfortable, I'd be very worried. Okay? But if you're antsy and you're looking for the next big thing and you're looking to recreate yourself or your company, that's what it takes today in the digital economy. So what do we have to do to alleviate these fears? What do we have to do to sell against the fear of our buyer? So I jotted down a couple of things uh, just from you know recent readings. And I'll tell you one good book you should really pick up. Uh, it's called uh, Stop Playing Safe by Margie Worrell. Uh, I've just gotten through a couple of chapters, and it's tremendous. Um, so I would definitely pick that up. Um, but a couple of things. So first and foremost, you've heard me mention empathy quite a bit, but I think it's really important. You can't, and, and, and this is actually something that came up in the study of the B2B buyers as to why they don't buy. Um, understand and empathize with, with the risk that is out there. Um, B2B buyers said they, they don't buy from sellers because they don't understand the risk that's involved in the, in the decision. So empathize with that risk. It's not an easy decision, okay? Um, there is risk involved for that individual. Uh, career risk, monetary risk, um, position risk, company risk. So you know, we must empathize and establish that we do understand that this is a difficult decision. Um, and it is, you know, inherently a risk involved. Okay? Uh, that's number one. But number two is we must show the buyer or buying committee the risk of comfort, the risk of standing still, the risk of the status quo. And we have numerous companies out there that we can point to, and you know we've mentioned them many times, um, the sports authorities, the pay lesses, um, the uh, wet seals, the Sears, the J.C. Pennies, um, the Toys R Us. These are companies that played it safe, that embraced comfort, that embraced the status quo, and they have gone bye-bye. So... Um, we must demonstrate to the buyers that there is risk in standing still. Um, if you can quantify that risk, even better. Um, if you could show them what the status quo is costing them today, even better. Uh, for both from a kind of rational perspective with numbers and from an emotional perspective um, with kind of feeling and emotion uh, tied to it. Um, the next point, you know, can we demonstrate, can we show them proof points? Can we show them case studies of other companies that have made the leap, that have seen the risk but embraced the change? Do we have case studies from our 
other customers, from other prospects, uh, from other customers in the industry that have done it and what they have achieved. Let's show them those proof points. Um, let's apply some peer pressure here. Let's show them that they are actually falling behind the competition, that several of their competitors have made the leap and are on their way to success. So why should you, Mr. Prospect, uh, stay still and face danger? Um, and the last one is, and we touched on it a little bit on the status quo part, but quantify the benefits if you can. You know, what's the ROI? What will be in this for you um, if you do go with my solution, Mr. Buyer? And how quickly will you realize those benefits? So we can quantify the benefits of the move to the new solution. And again, we've talked about this before in the last point, of course. Paint a picture. Tell a story, right? Um, you know, deliver the vision. That's what buyers want when they talk about um, strategic advisors that they want salespeople to be. Be able to think strategically. Tell them what's going on in the industry. Um, you know, bring them information that they don't have. Uh, talk about the trends and talk about what you're seeing. So paint that picture, deliver that vision. So let's think about this because to me it is the major, major issue that we're all facing in sales today. And it's fear. And we need to just admit it, okay? Uh, we need to admit that fear is holding us back um, from our own performance, number one, on the left side. And then on the right side, we're letting fear uh, impact our selling. We're letting the buyer's fear um, hurt our numbers. So we must sell against fear. And, you know, go back and listen to the, 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 the points that we made today, both for ourselves and both how we sell and how we can alleviate the fears of our customers and prospects. And get that book a read, Stop Playing Safe. I think it will empower you. You know, go and follow these guys um, on the podcast. Listen to the Andy Frisellas, the Brad Lees, the Gary Vanderchucks, the Grant Cardones. These guys are fearless, man. Um, you know, they, they have fear. Everybody has fear. But they, they work through it. They just throw it aside. And they take control. So that's the show for today. Hope you guys are doing great. Um, again, if you need any help, if you need my advice or opinion for anything, just ping me. Shoot me a note, uh, dan.sixsmith at gmail.com. Send me a text if you want. Um, ping me on LinkedIn. I'd be happy to work with you to help you work through any issues, any problems, because let's face it, this is critical. The stakes are high. 2018 is a crossroads year. We want to be transformed. We don't want to be disrupted. So for Sales is King, this is Dan. We'll be talking to you soon. Good luck. Happy selling. Peace.